0: Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into my top 10 November-born actors in today's episode. We read the wind and the sky When the sun is high We sail the length of the seas On the ocean breeze At night we name every star We know where we are We know who we are Who we are As you can probably hear, my voice uh, hasn't fully come back to me yet. I'm still kind of working through uh, whatever's this cold, flu-like thing that's going on with my throat. So, gonna try to keep this one a little more abbreviated than I normally would. And, uh, as it turns out, the top ten uh, actors this for November uh, do do some work to help me out. Because there are quite a few of them that are you know as i often talk about the sort of behind the scenes background uh uncredited extras that often appear on these lists so i'm uh, going to have the chance to abbreviate quite a few things as we <clears throat> make our way through uh this this month's list uh, also it is december Uh, again, a few, everything's kind of out of whack after having missed so much time, uh, in, in October and early November. So, but closer to November than the November episode was to, or than the October episode was to, uh, October. So making progress, moving things up the, up the list and hopefully getting to as much as I can as quickly as I can. Uh, so all of that having been said, um, before we get into the top ten, I have to ex- offer uh, express condolences to the number eleventh person from this month. I went through. Uh, I always make sure I double check. You know, the top ten-ish people uh, from the month. Make sure I have every movie uh, that they've been in credited and and properly scored on their sheet or on my on my list and. Uh, a couple of people, uh, especially a lot of these people who are in, in movies that are as extras, they're not always perfect and easy to uh, properly attribute. A couple of them shifted a little bit when I was doing this. But I took a look at number 11, who is Vincent Schiavelli. Uh, he's the only person on... Uh, he He's in the top 100. He's currently ranked 68th overall. So... Uh, I wanted to make sure I wasn't missing any movies from him and uh, he didn't he didn't happen to you know steal the 10th spot. It turned out I was missing a couple of movies that he'd been in. and uh, it turned out I was missing four movies. Two of them are very are movies I have, I have rated quite high. And two of them I had movies that I rated low. And when it all shook out, he ultimately moved up seven spots and is now 100th of a point. Outside of the top 10 looking in so our number 10 will start with uh, is ranked 67th overall one spot above Vincent Schiavelli uh, which is I don't know it, it could not have been any closer. It's you know a fraction of a decimal Or whatever you want to call it. So just wanted to make a shout out to Vincent Schiavelli. He is fantastic in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest I, I really like him in, in most of the things I see him in uh, which don't happen to be as many as they probably should, but uh, he, hasn't, he hasn't, you know, he isn't in a ton of things, and mm, we'll see. He he'll have his chance next time, I guess. Next time. So that's that's going to be it for preamble. Let's jump in to November's top ten actors. Count down ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four. Coming in at 10th this month is an actor born in New York on November 4th, 1919, passing away February 13th, 1996, at the age of 76. I've seen 14 films that they've featured in. They have an average film rating of 68.93, one Oscar nomination, one win, a value of 10, a score of 70.31, to be ranked 67th. Overall, and that is one Martin Balsam. Uh, Martin Balsam is uh, a—he is a very fascinating actor. Uh, I he he plays a lot of kind of like suit and tie type of characters. He does a really good sort of cop serious role. Uh, You can see him in roles like that in, uh, I believe, Psycho, Cape Fear. And and so on, and he's he's so good at it. You know, he 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 just portrays those roles so well, and you know it's it's a real I don't know. He's he, I I think some of those sometimes people who play those roles quite often end up here. You know, just kind of reiterating the same character over and over and over again. And I think Balsam does a really good job of avoiding that trapping. He, he manages to give each character a little bit of a different spin. He's able to, you know, elevate the character with his performance. And not that that means every, char- every sort of cop-based character that he's playing is someone who is just written on the page as cop, but that what he's, you know, I think... He's sought after for those roles because of uh, how capable he is at, um, you know, bringing a, a little extra, uh, you know, bringing a little more emotion, bringing a little more dimension to to an otherwise uh, cardboard sort of trope. Uh, beyond that, you know, he, he goes on the opposite side of things with the taking of Pelham one, two, three, you know, he's got breakfast at Tiffany's, uh, murder on the Orient Express, uh, where he is a Senor Bianchi, Bianchi, <clears throat> uh, on the waterfront is another one. Um, <coughs> he's more of a, he's a much smaller role in on the waterfront, uh, and even uncredited, as it were, but you know, he he just is... when he's there, you know, like in all the president's men, uh, or or trying to see not to you know repeat a thousand clowns, a thousand clowns, his Oscar-winning role, you know, he he's just he's able to give you that kind of sort of coy, silly side of things but when you, you know, he he has that comedic sensibility, absolutely, but you watch him in A Thousand Clowns, he is playing against um, Jason Robards, who is very, very funny, very witty, very clever in A Thousand Clowns, and you've got Martin Balsam, who's playing it absolutely straight, you know, uh, very much the straight man of the film, and uh, he does it so well. He, he he's just he's so good at it. He's able to adapt so easily to so many different roles, and you know he plays things lighter. He plays things heavier. He plays things darker, um, with with very much a lot, uh, quite a bit of ease. So, some of the films of his I haven't seen uh, include Little Big Man, with Dustin Hoffman, Catch Twenty Two, The Sentinel. Death Wish 3, uh, 7 Days in May, Two Evil Eyes and Ombre. Uh, so quite a few films, uh, still a lot of options uh, left for me to see him in. He's got 91 credits on Letterboxd I've seen, you know, just 15% and uh, so a long way to go. He only 10, he's only 10th right now. Uh, the last film that I saw him in was well, I think Cape Fear Or was it The Carpetbaggers I think I saw The Carpetbaggers after Cape Fear Carpetbaggers Not a good movie um, And it's long So do not recommend that one But And, and Martin Balsam isn't really even in it that much But uh, Yes there are a lot of, lot of Great films and Martin Balsam has been in Quite a few of them <clears throat> That's number 10 Number 67 overall Number 9 is a Canadian-born actor, uh, November 12th, 1980. 20 film credits that I've seen, an average film rating of 66.55, two Oscar nominations, no wins, a value of 11, a score of 71.5 to be ranked 58th overall. And that is Ryan Gosling. Of course, Ryan Gosling... Biggest, big famous movie star from uh, The Notebook and uh, maybe a little <laughs> a little, little more out there. Remember the Titans back in the early 2000s. And then he started, then he got Half Nelson in 06, uh, which is great. Half Nelson is real good. Uh, he was nominated for an Oscar for Half Nelson. And, and that kind of sparked this, this big thing, uh, this, this, you know, he, he kind of came up, came out in, uh, like 2010 and you've got in the span of two years, you've got drive blue valentine, um, the Ides of March, you know, he, he, he was able to bring out all these movies and and it just kept going, and you got Crazy Stupid Love, and the Nice Guys, and the Big Short, and Blade Runner, and La La Land, and you know, it, it just you know, Lars and the Real Girl, The Place Beyond the Pines, uh, First Man. It was it was really interesting, you know. He, I, it took me a, a while until I really, I don't know, thought of him as like a powerful commanding uh quality actor and you know he was just that to me he'd been that goofy guy from remember the titans and even in front of her, like lars and the real girl is good but you know as good as he is in it it's not really uh a, a, like an ultra high caliber um movie in that same way and i don't think it's you know one of his best one of his like top three performances but it's a good movie and he's good in it but it wasn't until blue valentine uh fantastic fantastic film uh he and michelle williams are incredible in it and man uh you know he is a killer in that and to see him go from there to drive another fantastic performance the big short blade runner la la land i I mean it just, he's got great range, uh, you know, he does, as much as he is known for his more silent, brooding characters, Drive, Blade Runner, and even La La Land to an extent, you know, he can do stuff like the big short, which is just very uh, animated, and, and very big and boisterous, and I think he, he shows a lot of range there. Some of the films of his I haven't seen... Um, <clears throat> include fracture, murder by numbers, the United States of Leland, the Believer, um, the Slaughter Rule, uh, and that's about it. There aren't a ton, you know. He's he does he has thirty-seven credits in Letterboxd, but a handful of them at the bottom are just nothing movies, uh, you know things I've never heard of, things that may have not been released, short films, um, like a documentary about the nice guys, documentary about uh, Blade Runner 2049, a um, documentary Nicholas Nicholas Winding Refn. So, handful of stuff, uh, not a ton, but nothing that seems likely to push him up the list, uh, if I can say that. And uh, And I'm not sure not sure what he's got coming out next so I I wouldn't say that I'm like clamoring for more Ryan Gosling movies you know I'm not he doesn't he alone is not going to make me excited for a film just yet I think he definitely could be someone who gets to that level uh but I'm I'm definitely interested if he's if he's you know attached to a project I think he get he has a Proven track record at this point, and I, I, I do enjoy watching him on the big screen. Ryan Gosling, number nine, born in November, number 58 overall. Number eight, <clears throat> and here we kind of start. We have a long stretch here of actors who are relatively minor uh, in the grand scheme of things. Not to detract anything away from them, uh, especially this first one. Born in New Jersey. November 25th, 1947, 18 film credits to his name, an average film rating of 68.39, no Oscar noms, a value of 10.5, a score of 72.05, to be ranked 52nd overall, is Tracy Walter. Now, Tracy Walter, absolutely not on the level of, say, uh, some of the people I'm going to be talking about after him. You know, he is a little bit more than a background actor. He's playing um, real characters, dialogue. Uh, He's given, you know, responsibility and and given agency in in the movie, in the parts that he's uh, in, which is nice and, and great. And I think he does a good job of of playing those character roles. He 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 slides into them. He's seamless in the background. and manages to, I don't know, just, just be, I don't want to say part of the scenery, but, but he, he's able to mesh so well and, and, and keep up the, you know, he, he just, he fits in. He, he gets it. He knows where he is, what's around him. He know he, he's a really good character actor in that way. I don't know. Uh, how good he would be as a lead, or even a major supporting role, you know, I think the biggest thing I've seen, biggest role I've seen him in is Repo Man, and it's been a long time since I saw Repo Man, so I don't fully remember much about it, the most recent film of his I've seen is, uh, Rumblefish, (coughs) the, uh, Francis Ford Coppola film, and, you know, he's just a mugger in the alley in that film, so, you know, hard to say. Uh, uh, not easy to to know. You know what what he could have been. You know how he could have handled. You know a, a major major role like that. Uh, so some of the films that he's been in, I haven't seen. Uh, Thirty One, from twenty sixteen, a Rob Zombie film. I spit on your grave. Conan the Destroyer. Hardcore. Duplex. Young Guns 2, Married to the Mob, and At Close Range. Um, I'm looking down the list here. He's got a lot of films that uh, look pretty bad, if I'm being honest. And I don't see any that have him on the cover or anything like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, he, <clears throat> his, his future seems uh, ha, seems to be in a downward proje- trajectory, um, if anything, but um, I'm, I'm pleased to see him on this list this time. Tracy Walter, some great films, including Silence of the Lambs, Annie Hall, Aaron Brockovich, Philadelphia, aforementioned Rumblefish, City Slickers, Uh, Matilda and Man on the Moon so number eight born in November number 52 overall Tracy Walter number seven born in Illinois November 4th 1896 Uh, with 14 film credits that I've seen an average film rating of 71.71 the highest on this month's top 10 no Oscar noms a value of 11.5, a, a score of 74.25 to be ranked 36th overall. So seven people born in November in the top 50. <clears throat> and this is Ian Wolf. He is um, a character actor slash, you know, extra for the most part. Who has appeared in films like Witness for the Prosecution, Rebel Without a Cause, A Place in the Sun, Reds, You Can't Take It With You, Foreign Correspondent, Dick Tracy, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, Mutiny on the Bounty, Mutiny on the Bounty Julius Caesar, and others. It's pretty much that. Um, <clears throat> if you look at his biography on Letterboxd, there's a lot more to this guy. You know, he you know was a theater actor. He was a poet with published books of poetry. Um, Despite the fact that he is born in Illinois, he was frequently cast as an Englishman. And uh, also appeared in two episodes of the original Star Trek show as Mr. Ataz. And, um, yeah, so he's been around. He's done a lot of things. And been in a lot of movies. Some of the movies that he's been in I haven't seen yet are They Live by Night from 1948, THX 1138, Saboteur, On Dangerous Ground, Mad Love, The Raven, and Mr. Blanding's Builds His Dream House. So, he's got 138 credits. I've seen 10% of that. Long way to go to flesh out Ian Wolf. And uh, we'll see. We'll see if he gets, you know, a, a bigger a bigger role. Because his letterbox also lists him as having appeared in over 270 films. So double what's being shown on this page. <clears throat> so that's Ian Wolf, number 7 in November, number 36th overall. <clears throat> number 6... Born in Arizona, November 14th, 1904, uh, passing October 20th, 2000. I don't think I listed when Ian Wolf passed away. Ian Wolf, born November 4th, 1896, passing January 23rd, 1992, at the age of 95. Uh, this next person, number six, born November 14th, 1904, passing October 20th, 2000, also at the age of 95, 47 film credits that I've seen, an average film rating of 61.94, no Oscar nominations, a value of 15, a score of 74.41 to be ranked 33rd overall, is another person in the same uh, category as Ian Wolf, and that's Arthur Tovey. <clears throat> Arthur Tovey has been in a bunch of films. He is Undoubtedly an extra in almost all of them, I believe. And some of his films: Back to the Future, The Graduate, Rocky, Um, You know, The Lady from Shanghai, Marty, Funny Girl, A Place in the Sun, Gunfight at the OK Corral. Uh, You know, a bunch of good movies, a bunch. Calamity Jane, I I enjoy. Um, Looking for others that I liked just to mention them, but I don't see a very special favor, The Perils of Pauline, Plymouth Adventure, Woman's World, Where the Boys Are, The Absent-Minded Professor, the original Pete's Dragon from 1977. Been in a bunch of things. Uh, He's got 70 credits on Letterboxd. I think that is low because I know I've added him personally to a bunch of movies that I've seen. uh, Coming up using IMDb as a reference. Uh, Some of the films of his I haven't seen. Batman from 1966. The Mummy from 1932. Days of Wine and Roses. A Night in Casablanca, a Marx Brothers film. Who's that girl from '87, Reign of Terror, and Tough Guys from 1986? Uh, so, like, like I said, many, many, many more movies uh, for Arthur Tovey to see, and uh, like anybody who's you know plays that role of extra in so many things, it's tough to know what direction they're going to move uh, on the list on the spreadsheet. And because I mean the the, the the options are so plentiful, so we'll see. Arthur Tovey, number six in November, number thirty three overall. <clears throat> and we have one more person just like that uh, before we get into the top four. So number five, born uh, number five, born in Illinois, November November twentieth, eighteen ninety four, passing in on January twenty sixth, nineteen fifty four, at the age of fifty nine. 32 films that I've seen, an average film rating of 64.91, no nominations, a value of 13 and a half, a score of 74.59 to be ranked 30th overall is Burt Morehouse. Burt Morehouse. Um, Born Herbert Morehouse, Burt Morehouse, again, been in so many movies. Uh, 161 on Letterboxd uh, and I'm sure a handful of others beyond that because again another person that I've added uh, to credits on Letterboxed as I've seen the films he's been in stuff like Citizen Kane, Notorious Ace in the Hole, The Lady Eve My Man Godfrey The Awful Truth, Grand Hotel uh, Heaven Can Wait Midnight uh, da, 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 da. The Big Clock is one I've seen recently, which is fine. And uh, many others, Mr. Skeffington, Broadway Melody of 1940. Some of the films he's he's been in that I haven't seen include Bert uh, Buster Keaton's The Cameraman, The Palm Beach Story, Dance Girl Dance, My Favorite Wife. Imitation of Life and the Great McGinty, among others. Uh, Burt Morehouse, Burt Morehouse. That's that's all I got. Fifth in November, thirtieth overall. Burt Morehouse, <clears throat> which brings us back to people who are acting now and who have been, you know, main roles had prominent performances. And so forth. <clears throat> sorry about... Sorry about... I'm so sorry about my voice. It is not... Uh, not keeping up with me. Number four. Born in California. November 19th, 1983. Youngest person on the top ten. 23 films that I've seen. An average film rating of 68.61. Uh, one Oscar nomination. No wins. A value of 15 a score of 78.12 to be ranked 16th overall. Very high up the list now. We are here with Adam Driver from such films as Star Wars, Force Awakens, and Last Jedi, Black Klansmen, Inside Lewin Davis, Francis Ha, Logan Lucky, Silence, Patterson, Lincoln, The Dead Don't Die, The Myerowitz Stories, Midnight Special, While We're Young, Don, uh the 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 Man Who Killed Don Quixote. Uh, the Report from this year. And uh, Marriage Story, also from this year, but I have not seen that yet. So, there's a good... I mean, if that is as good as everyone keeps saying it is, he could absolutely move into 3rd from November, if not, you know, 2nd or even 1st. Uh, it is that tightly packed at the top. So... A lot of potential for Mr. Adam Driver. Uh, And then you have, of course, Star Wars Episode 9 coming out in just a couple of weeks. Uh, Adam Driver. I first... I'm sure I saw him in movies before I saw him on Girls. But Girls is really the first place I I recognized him and, and knew who he was. And I think there was a point right after I started watching Girls, and I forget what movie had come out. I think it was, man, it would have been like 2013. I think it was Inside Lewin Davis. Came out in 2013, Coen Brothers film, you know, big, big movie uh, for anyone who, you know, loves film which follows Oscar Isaac and driver's part in it is very small, but it's so much fun. You hear it, You heard it kind of already on this episode in my top 10 countdown interlude. Um, he's part of the trio of men singing in that song I pull from, which is from inside Lowen Davis. And it just, it's such a fun performance of his. It's such a fun moment. To, to watch him just kind of scat and make weird sounds in the background of uh, Justin Timberlake and Oscar Isaac who are actually singing. And then you know going back and watching him in Francis Ha, you know, his role isn't that huge in Francis Ha, but he's very good in it, you know and, and you know getting an, an Oscar nomination finally uh, after so long for um, for Black Klansmen is is great. I, you know, I love him in the Star Wars franchise. I can't wait to see him uh, in the final entry of that. Uh, He's good in Logan Lucky. He's good in Silence. He's fantastic in Patterson. I I love him in Patterson. And, uh, of course, he's getting rave reviews for his role in Marriage Story uh, alongside Scarlett Johansson. So, lots to be excited about if you're a fan of Adam Driver, uh, which think everyone should be. So, like I said, top movies of his haven't seen, Marriage Story, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, and then Hungry Hearts from 2014, You Don't Know Jack from 2010, Um, Annette, which might not have been released yet, Uh, Bluebird from 2013, And that's about it. I've seen most of his movies uh, with a couple of exceptions here and there. Like I said, huge fan. And the fact that I've seen almost everything and he's this high up. He's here to stay for quite some time, it seems like. Especially if he continues to, you know, attach his name to such apparently incredible projects. Um, Adam Driver, number 4 in November. Number 16 overall. <clears throat> Number three is another California born actor. Uh, November 11th, 1974. 26 films that I've seen, an average film rating of 67.5, five Oscar nominations, one win, a value of 15 and a half, a score of 78.18 to be ranked 15th overall. Just one spot ahead of Adam Driver. Is Leonardo DiCaprio, Leo, you know, the main man leading the Titanic, uh, is is. I mean, he's he's a hell of an actor, he really is, and you know, he finally got his Oscar win uh, with The Revenant, which is. I mean, again. I'm sure this, this topic's been discussed to death. I don't know that he deserved it for that performance, but he has definitely earned himself an Oscar at some point in his career. Feature, uh, from so much other great films as Django Unchained and The Wolf of Wall Street, Inception, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood from this year, <clears throat> The Aviator, The Departed, Shutter Island, Catch Me If You Can, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, Blood Diamond, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's got a great, he's had a, a fantastic career and, <clears throat> you know, still putting out stuff like once upon a time in Hollywood, his career is not going anywhere. Uh, it doesn't seem, although, you know, he, his, uh, he's one of the guys that, I don't know, always seems to be on the verge of, you know, retiring, I think. It seems that way, I I, you know he's he's definitely a masterful actor, but he does strike me as a kind of Daniel Day Lewis type. sans the method, and you know he's he really puts him puts his all into into his work. You know he's been with Scorsese a bunch. He's been with Tarantino uh, a couple of times. Nolan with Inception. Uh, You know, The Revenant with uh, Inaritu Spielberg, Catch Me If You Can You know, he's 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 kind of worked with Most people at this point And I think I I don't know I I mean, he's one of the biggest Names out there Ever since Titanic And uh, there's a reason And it's Partly because he's good looking and partly because he's a good actor. And I, I, he's, he's kind of in that Ryan Gosling tier for me where he doesn't instantly make me want to see a movie, but I'm absolutely interested in the movies that he's in. If that makes sense. Uh, So I'm a fan. I like him a lot. I have, you know, if you've listened to my own Circle of Film Award episodes, I have given him Uh, A couple of acknowledgments already, including three, actually. Uh, Two lead and one supporting nominations with a win in lead. And uh, for Wolf of Wall Street, if I'm not mistaken, I might be. I don't. No, I didn't. Or wait, is that the wrong year? Yes, 2013 of Wall Street. Uh, So, yeah, big fan, super excited, and uh, again, another person who, in my opinion, pretty much a a mainstay on this list. So number three in November, number 15 overall, Leonardo DiCaprio. Which brings us to our number two, uh, someone who has spent a lot of time in the number one overall position on my spreadsheet, currently has dropped a little bit, and that is born in Texas, November 23rd, 1898, passing July 28th, 1984, at the age of 85, 86 film credits that I've seen, an average film rating of 60.69, no Oscar nominations, a value of 20 and a half, and a score of seventy-nine point eight one to be ranked tenth overall is Bess Flowers. I've talked about her a lot. She comes up a lot. Uh, another person who I don't think will ever leave the top ten for November. Uh, I, I I can't imagine. She's just, there's just too many good movies that she's been in. You know, um, eighty-six films is the currently the fourth most films that I've recorded for an actor on my spreadsheet behind Samuel L. Jackson, Frank Welker, and Mel Blanc. Blanc. And she's the only one of the the four of those people who's just miles and miles ahead of them in in terms of, you know, average quality. You know, she's got you know, one of the highest values of anyone on the list, tied for third overall with people like Philip Seymour Hoffman and Willem Dafoe. Uh, you know, she's just always there. And the number of films, uh, really cause her to, you know, be so high because when you're in that many films, especially old ones, you know, I'm not going back to 1944 just to watch something that you know, is absolute garbage. I mean, I guess at times I am, but <clears throat> most of the time when I'm going back in, you know to the 40s and the 50s and the 30s to watch movies, it's because I know what they are and because they're generally good. And so when she's in all of the movies that were released within a span of 40 years, it's hard to miss her. Uh, and uh, 86 Films, you know, clearly represents that, uh, that fact. So... I'm not going to list all the movies that she's been in, but according to Letterboxd, she's got 566 film credits. I've only hit 15% of that. Here are some of the ones I haven't seen. The Big Sleep, Imitation of Life, The Woman in the Window, The Roaring Twenties, Angel Face, Dance Girl Dance, Blonde Venus, The Cane Mutiny, The Prowler, The Tarnished Angels, Sudden Fear, Hell's Aporin', Hell's a poppin'. Sorry. Um, the Beast from 20,000 20, Fathoms. The Blue Dahlia. Artists and Models. Don't Bother to Knock. The Major and the Minor. Many, many, many more. If you have a letterbox to count and you've never looked at the Best Flowers page, and you watch older movies, I highly che- encourage you to check it out. You've probably seen her in, you know, 30 to 40 films uh, around that. And, um you know she's considered one of the most prolific actors of all time uh, appearing in over 700 films across 41 years uh she was known as the queen of the hollywood extras and even <clears throat> um she was uh i believe she was the yeah, she helped found the Screen Extras Guild, uh, which started in the mid-40s and eventually in the early 90s merged with SAG uh, and was one of the first vice presidents of the guild. So I'm a big fan of hers. I can count on one hand the number of films where I've actually recognized her on the, in the movie, uh, and it's one, and I screenshotted it when it happened, but... I, I I don't know, I, I just I'm a fan of hers and I, I would love to see a movie where she has like a real part that would thrill me um, but so far, no luck so, Best Flowers number 2 in November number 10 overall, top 10 <clears throat> which brings us to number 1 in November born in the UK the uh, second non-American uh, after Ryan Gosling on this top 10 November 5th 1960 <coughs> 33 films that I've seen an average film rating of 65.91 one Oscar nomination one win a value of 18 a score of 80.14 to be ranked ninth overall one spot ahead of Best Flowers, is Miss Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton, uh, you know, an ageless beauty whose movies, uh, you know, she's ethereal and and at the same time a chameleon in, in almost every role she plays. If you saw her in The Grand Budapest Hotel, in her short, brief role in that, uh, Suspiria in her multiple roles um, Or You know Okja, Snowpiercer Moonrise Kingdom Her many collaborations with Wes Anderson And the Coen brothers uh, Are are just fascinating From one role to the next And the <clears throat> Just Wide variety of characters She's able to play uh, Then you get to her collaborations with Jim Jarmusch In Only Lovers Left Alive, which is, I swear, I I feel like I've said this before, but Tilda Swinton in Only Lovers Left Alive, it's not even a performance, you know? That just looks like her life. She just absolutely is that person, is that character. Uh, She's in Dead Don't Die, alongside uh, previously mentioned Adam Driver. Uh, As the witch in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Chronicles of Narnia, again another role where she just fits it so perfectly and i i just it's it's astounding it's it's great i i'm she she's just so so good and so great in everything from the smallest indie like the souvenir to Literally the biggest movie of all time, Avengers Endgame. You know she can she can do all of it and does everything well. Uh, she is also in Uncut Gems, which is coming out soon. <coughs> uh, the new Safdie brothers film starring Adam Sandler, which I'm very very excited for. Uh, she is also currently tagged on Letterboxd in the Doctor Strange sequel. I don't know uh, in what capacity but uh you know could be a time thing absolutely uh and then another film from 20 uh this year kind of to next year uh the personal history of david copperfield uh, is a film that she is attached to as well so uh, i i love tilda swinton she is you know, just such a unique presence in every film she's been in. Uh, her one Oscar win and nomination came from her supporting performance in Michael Clayton, uh, which is well deserved, uh, and and perhaps a, a second nomination uh, should be in her future because I I think she's just so I mean. Most of the time, she doesn't, like, especially in these Wes Anderson films, she does not get a huge role, but she's just so good. It, it is such a shame she is not, you know, given bigger parts uh, unless she doesn't want them. And in that case, great. Uh, do what you got to do. Tilda Swinton. I mentioned some of the films. Others of hers that I haven't seen include Thumbsucker, The Man from London, The Warzone, Julia from 2008. The Last of England, Edward II, and Young Adam, among others. So, uh, let me, says number one in November, Tilda Swinton, number ninth overall. Run down the top ten once more. Martin Balsam, Ryan Gosling, Tracy Walter, Ian Wolfe, Arthur Tovey, Burt Morehouse, Adam Driver, Leonardo DiCaprio, Best Flowers, and Tilda Swinton. A great top ten, even if about half of them don't speak in the majority of the films that they, they appear in. Um, I I still I still I still like it. I still I still like it quite a bit. Looking at last time I did a November list two years ago, Best Flowers was the first number one. Leo was two. Tilda was three. Gosling was four. Tovey was five. Driver was seven. And Balsam was also 10th there. So very similar list. The big difference is here. Don Cheadle has fallen out of the list. He was 6th back then. Allison Janney was 8th. She has dropped off the list. And Claude Rains was ninth, And he has also dropped off the list. That is it for today's episode. Hopefully my voice is a little bit better on Friday. Thank you for listening. It does mean a lot. Uh, find Find the podcast at places where uh podcast can be found, iTunes, Stitcher, or head over to the website, circleoffilm.com. I am at Circle of Film on Twitter, Letterboxd, and circleoffilm at gmail.com if you'd like to email, get in touch. Happy to talk. Or uh, support the show, like, rate, review, subscribe, listen. Patreon.com slash circleoffilm. But listen. Uh, that's it. Thank you again, and as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same, goodnight I know she'll never leave me Even as she fades from view So long, farewell, I'll be the same, adieu Nothing's really left or lost without a trace Nothing's gone forever, only out